Live from the PropSwap studios of AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio and distributed by the Jacob Media Network, it's Extending the Play with John McMullen, powered by PropSwap. PropSwap that ticket and cash in while the odds have improved. It's your time, South Jersey, and our time on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio for extending the play with your host, NFL insider, John McMullen. Today's program is presented locally by the Malamut Law Firm and Remax Real Estate and powered regionally by Bet River Party Poker and Dunkin' Donuts. Now, here's John McMullen. And it's 10 o'clock straight up, another Saturday down the shore, another Saturday edition of Extending the Play on this 9th of January, 2021, alongside our guy, Johnny Mac, John McMullen. I'm Rich Quinones. We'll take you up to 11 o'clock straight up, and Johnny Mac, it is playoff time, and what we do know... The Philadelphia Eagles will not be our participant in the 2020-2021 NFL playoffs. The dance, as you like to uh, affectionately uh, call it, but a lot of changes this week going on with the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, there is uh, a lot of coaching staff issues, which we'll get into. We'll, I, I, I think, close the book on tanking gate, whatever you want to call that. But uh, uh, And then we got to get into the supersized wild card weekend, supersized edition. You got the extra two teams, yep. one on each side. We got three games Saturday, three games Sunday. You can argue, Rich, this is the best weekend of the year. If you want to take it to Monday, the national championship game, maybe this is the best stretch of football for pure football fans. Uh, now, Eagles fans might not be happy about it, but still, it's it's still huge, and I, I, I'm excited about it. There's some circumstance, and yep. we'll get into it, that makes these games certain a little bit less compelling with injuries at the quarterback position, COVID-19, which was just such a difficult time to get through the year. But I guess let's start with the Eagles. Let, I, I do want to turn the page on this tanking thing really quickly. I know you've talked about it. Everyone's talked about it. You're a Giants guy. Obviously, I understand Joe Judge, the emotional aspect of it, and the fact that maybe uh, he could have been in the playoffs if the Eagles are able to to win that football game. The the, the timing of taking Jalen Hurts out mm-hmm. of the game. Sure. But, you know, from talking to people at the Eagles, it, it certainly looks like the original plan was to put Nate Sudfeld in at halftime. So from that circumstance, you can actually argue the Eagles tried to win the game a little bit longer than they originally thought because, I, I you know, from their standpoint, I, I think the sentiment was, look, we're rolling out Matt Pryor. Uh, we talked about it all the week. We're rolling out Brett Toth, who never started an NFL game before, against Montez Sweat, Chase Young. They didn't think they could block those guys. Turns out they were right. They couldn't block those guys. I thought they thought they'd be down two touchdowns. So you just go to Nate Sudfeld, and that's that. They were in the game. Doug left Jalen Hurts in the game a little bit longer because they were close. Couldn't get over the hump, and it goes back to that one play 
where Jalen Hurts had Quez Watkins wide yep. open in the end zone, missed it. Yeah, I mean, I figured after that fourth down, when they were going for it, I actually texted all my buddies, and I was like, you know what, he's going to try to take the lead, then he's going to pull this kid. And I get it, and I talked about it during the week. I mean, I understand where the Giant and the Giant fan base is coming from. I was frustrated as well. But look, at the end of the day, they had opportunities this season to win a couple more games, and Ingram doesn't drop that pass the first time around against Eagles. Maybe we're not even talking about this. You know, they had to survive a two-point failed conversion against Washington earlier in the season. So Giants made their bed. They got a lie in it. But for the Eagles, I think it was because it was primetime Sunday night, close out the season, win and get in for Washington under those circumstances. Michaels and Collingsworth are killing Doug as the game's going on. Twitter's ablaze as the game's going on. So I think it was a culmination of everything. But don't sell me on this nonsense while we were trying to get the sixth pick instead of the ninth. I'm sorry. There's no difference. There just really isn't. Well, you know, there can be, but that's all hindsight. I don't think you go into an NFL game saying, oh, we got to get that sixth pick. It's so much more important than He just than looked like pick. a jackass the last several days, Doug Peterson. Well, because he's, not the, he's not the best when it comes to— No, but there's no transparency, and it's backtracking. And then when you have the rookie quarterback who you're supposed to give a four-week, uh, four-game tryout, you have an opportunity— Which, by the way, has to... only gotten worse. Yeah, but, but here's the thing. <laughs> We're going to evaluate yeah. him. Leave him in that game to evaluate. I think you already—this yeah. is not Rudy. I, 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 I mean, I agree. Uh, but but that was the second part. You know, I've made that joke all week. I got killed for it. Is Nate Sudfeld to make a wish the kid make a wish kid? I, I mean, he he's been an NFL player for five years. We're going to watch playoff games today with Taylor Heineke, which uh, you know uh, was working on his engineering degree uh, at, at Old Dominion. Hard. We're going to watch John Wolford. Who Wolford, was, that's right. It was like middling. In, in, in the Alliance of American Football. What the heck was that? Is that the Alliance of American Football? I've already forgotten. I believe that, that would name? be the AALFA. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, Dick Ebersol's uh, snake oil. Uh, 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 not Dick Ebersol. I don't want to give Charlie Ebersol. Snake oil. Tried to sell to people that he had all this money. Uh, didn't. That league couldn't even last one season. At least the XFL had... Uh, they didn't last the season, no. the XFL 2.0, but that was because of COVID-19. They were going to last, uh, and they just got derailed because of that. This guy didn't even have any money. But my point, my larger point is, guy is a middling quarterback in that league, and he's going to start an NFL playoff It's, it's crazy. Against Russell Wilson. You know what's funny? So NFL Network replays all these great wild card weekend games and they had on 2003 yesterday cleveland pittsburgh now talk about obscure tommy maddox taking on kelly holcomb kelly holcomb's fourth career start he throws for over 400 maddox over 300 in that game and maddox xfl 1.0 mvp and they won that game by the way but but to your point wild card weekend we're talking about backup quarterbacks we mentioned it the other day with the eagles and the giants look this team, you've said it for a month plus now. Wait till we get into the offseason with this team. And now we already see it, right? Some movement with the coaching staff. Jim Schwartz. Now there's talk. Maybe Press Taylor's going to take on the offensive coordinator position. I mean, all I can picture Eagles fans jumping no, off the wall with it. Bell, Ben Franklin that. Bridge right now. Your guy, Press Taylor. Uh, so a no, lot of changes I, I, are coming about. My 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 point with Press Taylor is only that I I think it's going to tell you a lot. Jim Schwartz is out. We we knew that was going to happen. Uh, Ken Flajol, the linebackers coach, is out. 
Uh, he's a 66-year-old guy. He's probably going to go into into retirement. Uh, on the offensive line, uh, Rich uh, Scandarello, that, that just didn't work out. And by the way, it kind of told you the fact he only had a one-year contract, that tells you both sides weren't into this. They didn't dive no. into the pool. They no. just stuck their, their toes. Because remember, the Eagles wanted James Urban, uh, who's Baltimore quarterback coach. Then they wanted Graham Harrell, USC offensive coordinator. They even Mike Kafka, they couldn't interview him. Um, uh, LaFleur's uh, uh, a brother in San Francisco, they couldn't interview him. Uh, so they were really down on their list last year. Uh, and he's a one and done, Marty War- Morningwig, one and done as a consultant. Uh, so there's going to be changes. You know, Rich, I go all the way back to Chip Kelly. And when Chip Kelly won, and I put that in quotation marks, won the power struggle over Howie Roseman, there was kind of a tortured explanation by Jeffrey Lurie. He he kind of I- inferred that I, I got to give him this power to see what I really have in Chip Kelly, which I thought was dumb. You've already had him for a number of years. You should be able to make a decision. So I criticized Jeffrey Lurie for that. But that was his mindset. I, I think he's going to do the same thing with Doug Peterson. He was the one who, who, who forced him to fire Mike Grow. Doug was very upset by that. Um, don't anybody kid themselves about that. Uh, and the changes didn't work. The Skang- Skangarellas and uh, Marty Morningwig didn't work. So I think Jeffrey's going to rewind back to that and say, Doug, if you want Press Taylor, if you want to trust Press Taylor, okay, go out and do it with him. And if it doesn't work, you and I are going to be here talking about this next year saying the head coach is fired. That's where I think we're going. If you're going that, then that's a lame duck. I mean, that's a problem. I mean, that's then that tells you right off the bat. Oh, that's an owner problem. I I think it's a bad uh, decision by the owner. No, correct, correct. But the mindset now is you're basically, you've got one year to put it all together. It's still remarkable. We're not talking about a Rich Kotite or a Ray Hanley or, you know, I don't know, just insert a guy that never won. Right. You're talking about a head coach. I I don't care. People make this argument the last several years who had their hand in it. He still had the hand in the cookie jar when they won that Super Bowl. So he's not a former. He's a Super Bowl winning head coach. And yet it's almost as though you've got your you passed your uh, your written test. You passed your driver's test. But I'm still not ready to let you borrow the car on the weekend. (laughs) I'm, I'm with you. How many people in this fan base, uh, at least an older generation, gave you all that sappy, oh, I just want one. I just want one before I go. And now you get one. <laughs> You're ready to get rid of the guy. Three years later, oh, you better get me another one. You you know what? Well, what about all the talk? Let's be fair, too. And it was making me just sick to my stomach after they won. All I heard was, this team is built right now for a dynasty. Get the hell out of here. How fast has that been squashed? You know, know, one of the problems I have with this organization is, I I don't know what you want to call it, but they they like to stick their, their foots in their mouths as a whole, whether it's the gold standard, Uh, whether it's quarterback factory last year, which Howie Roseman admitted, I I, I probably shouldn't have said that. And and after the Super Bowl, it was the new normal. 
Like they were going to be the Patriots with two decades of success. A lot of talk for a franchise that's won. Yeah. One. I mean, you just don't do that. It, no. you're, you're only creating problems for yourself. That's what you want. That should be an internal goal. That's fine. You could say it in the building. Uh, but, you know, they said it to the media. Then they plastered it inside the Novacare complex, the new normal, blah, blah, blah. The new normal's the old normal, 500 team, uh, now struggling like everybody else in the NFL, yep. which is built on parity. Uh, you make good decisions every year. You make bad decisions. Uh, and, and they shouldn't have said that. But, at, you know, I, as I joked, it's the gold standard uh, of emotional intelligence of quarterback factories. And, and the new normal is uh, the old normal of they don't know what the heck they want right now to be honest, at the quarterback position, at the coaching positions, and it all stems from the the guy up top, and that's owner Jeffrey Lurie. And I think it's something we have to talk a little more about, too, going forward. I mean, even on this Saturday, mention that quarterback. I mean, when when is that time to make that decision? I mean, that it is the elephant in the room. I mean, are you just going to wait all the way up until March, April? I mean, look, when we get to that point, all of a sudden now you start talking about when contracts come into play, signing bonuses or, um, you know, what you're on the hook for after certain dates. I mean, if we're having this conversation past June 1st, there's something amiss. I mean, I, it's, going, it's going to have to be addressed sooner rather than later. Yeah, and we'll get into that after the break. It is, I agree. It is uh, question number one, problem number one. You have to solve that before you get to anything else. We'll get to that. Then we'll shift to actual football, supersized wild card weekend on AF 1490 Sports Betting Radio. More extending the play coming up. January is finally here. And what's that mean for prop swappers? A huge profit on football tickets. Come list yours for sale today. PropSwap has thousands of buyers around the country waiting to pay big money for your bet. And remember, college basketball is right around the corner. Head into your local casino and make your b-ball futures to find this year's Cinderella. So mask up and double down to sell one ticket on PropSwap and hold on to the other for a huge win. Malamut and Associates is South Jersey's endorsed and preferred personal injury and workers' compensation firm, specializing in finding success during your greatest time of need. Managing partner Adam Malamut's history in South Jersey is heralded with recognition and awards, yet his approach to law is rather simple, to serve each and every client until justice has been served. Get connected with Adam at MalamutLaw.com and let the power of Malamut and Associates represent you when it matters most. Malamut and Associates, South Jersey. Jersey's best. Heard it work? Go right now to InjuredWorkers.com. When you're injured on the job, your family is injured as well. Turn to a firm of legal attorneys that can help, that care, and that you can count on. Go to InjuredWorkers.com from Malamut and Associates. Nobody plans to get injured. When it happens, you need InjuredWorkers.com. Get the help you need from InjuredWorkers.com. Go to InjuredWorkers.com right now. 
The secret is out about the award-winning Wycombe Public House. People travel from everywhere for their mouth-watering 10-ounce burgers and the area's best wings, nightly food specials, their turkey ball, and their homemade treats. Wycombe Public House is a craft beer paradise with 18 rotating drafts, including a weekly selection from acclaimed local brewery Tired Hands. So hop in the car and take a drive to Bucks County because when you arrive at the Wycombe Public House, you'll know that you're home. Before you play your next round of golf, meet Boston Scott Golf, where style meets performance. You know the feeling most of your golf shirts are too big, too tight, and don't look great. Get the classic style golf shirt with the modern feel and let pure feel take over the next time you play. BostonScottGolf.com. Boston Scott Golf. Feel good, play good, and enjoy a great round of golf. Visit now. BostonScottGolf.com. Use the code Harry and save 20%. Sports are back, baby, and it's time to get those jerseys, those youth jerseys, those youth trophies, logos, everything you need to get that sports league up and running. So who do you call? There's only one place to call. It's Keystone Recognition. Over 40 years of servicing Philadelphia, Bucks, Montgomery, Chester, and South Jersey counties. Promotional items, logo clothing, retirement plaques. They do it all, and they do it safely. Think of Keystone Recognition for your PPE needs. That's masks, hand sanitizers, and more. Keystone Recognition provides non-contact pickup and delivery. So give Jeremy and Johnny a call. 215-464-9900 or check them out online at Keystone Recognition. Put some fire into your dinner plans this week and try one of the traditional and or gourmet pizzas at Boca Coal-Fired Bistro in Margate. You'll be so glad you did. And for sports fans on game day, enjoy Boca's football menu that includes the one and only football fries. Find your way to Boca in Margate, where good people meet new friends. Boca Fired Bistro in Margate, the official game day destination of The Fix with Ryan Rothstein. Heard weeknights at 10 on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Live from the Prop Swap Studios of AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio, this is Extending the Play with John McMullen. Presented by Prop Swap. Prop Swap that ticket and cash in while the odds have improved. Once again, your host, John McMullen. Welcome back, South Jersey AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio, Wild Card Weekend Edition of Extending the Play. Johnny Mack here alongside Rich Q. Before we get to those wild card games, Rich, and a lot of exciting matchups. As I mentioned, some some injury issues at the at, at the worst time, at the most important position for some teams, and that's really difficult to deal with. Cleveland. Uh, with their COVID-19 issues, aren't even going to have their head coach. Before we get into all of that, we we got to wrap a bow on, on this for this week. Obviously, it's not going away anytime soon because the Eagles have to make this decision. Everything else in this offseason hinges on the plan at the quarterback position. What is the plan going to be? Uh, what are the Eagles going to do? And you've seen the dueling reports. Uh, you had Chris Mortensen from ESPN saying um, Carson wants to get traded. He wants out of here. The relationship with Doug Peterson is fractured. To be honest, that's coming from his agents, the Tolners. That's where Mort's getting that. Then you have Rob Motti from the Associated Press saying, no, Carson Wentz thinks uh, it potentially the relationship could at least be repaired uh, if it needs to be. 
doesn't necessarily want to leave Philadelphia. Rob's very close with Carson. That's probably coming from Carson directly, to be honest. Uh, and you have these dueling things. And then you have everybody else. You have national uh, columnists talking about white privilege and politics. Oh, stop it. This is insanity. The Eagles have to make a decision. Uh, so- and they have to do it very quickly. So let me ask you a couple things. And I, first of all, I understand um, media guys and reporters being close to players. I get it. I'm close to players as well. I think sometimes it can be misconstrued, to be quite honest. It, it can be really their opinion, per se. So I don't know how much weight I want to hold with that. And I know Rob, you know, good guy. I know he's got a relationship with Carson, as you alluded to. You don't know really what's being said be, uh, behind closed doors. What kind of annoys me is this fractured re- like you got benched you you got benched you weren't playing well so your head coach made the decision to do what's best for the team and the franchise Carson Wentz I can give you 10 quarterbacks Bradshaw Theismann Montana Young Aikman, Manning, I can go on and on about, we're talking championship Hall of Fame quarterbacks that have been benched. So when everyone says the relationship is fractured, what, honestly, what does that mean? What does that mean? Yeah, and you know, it is agent speak and it is uh, a means to an end. It doesn't necessarily mean more than that. It means it's a strategy. And they're trying to do, and they should be trying to do, the best for their client. And the best for their client is probably options. You know, if for some reason it reaches a point where the Eagles say, I've said from the start, nobody talks about this, Rich. And this is the most important part to me. The Eagles' evaluation of this situation is the most important part because they hold all the cards. At the end of the day, it's their decision what they plan to do. Not you and I, not the fan base, not other media guys, not players, not Carson Wentz, not his agent. It's the Eagles' brass. Yes. So if they come to the conclusion that uh, we can't fix this guy, then that's that's a bad situation for both sides because you want to move on. And we've talked about all those hurdles, financial even more so than uh, any a, a, any football uh, aspect, a, a trade, getting somebody interested. Uh, the financial aspect still remains the biggest hurdle. Uh, but if you if you come to that conclusion, Rich, think of it that way and say we can't fix this guy. We got to move in a different direction. Well, then you want to get value in return. You want to get something of, of value, and you can't. Let everyone know we think this guy is not salvageable. Of course. So it becomes tremendously difficult from their perspective to even move them uh, if you don't believe in them. Uh, So the evaluation process, to me, trumps everything else, and the Eagles hold all the cards. Carson can ask for a trade. They can say no. Simple as that. Now, he can act like a you-know-what and try to force his way out, doesn't seem like he's that type of guy, to be honest. I don't think that's going to happen. So the Eagles got to get through this as quickly as possible, make this decision, and start building the foundation from there. It's a, it's a calculated risk, and it's a big-time gamble because you're right. Uh, people listening in right now say, well, what do you have to evaluate? The guy stunk up the joint. Well, maybe there's a sentiment within the organization they believe – 
that a healthy Carson Wentz with the right, quote, pieces around him can go back to being the 2000 and what, 16, 17 or 17 Carson Wentz, MVP like Carson Wentz. And then, John, you know, the, the one thing I think people are still not understanding, four years remaining on his contract, salary cap hit of over $20 million. Yeah. Well, you know, $34 million is the dead money hit, which is different than the salary. You can manipulate the salary cap. I've talked about it all the time. The dead money, Jeffrey Lurie's not getting – that money's already gone. It's not coming back. So, essentially, you look at it this way. If you're going to trade Carson Wentz, you're essentially paying him $34 million to play for somebody else. And on top of that, you got to find another quarterback because you can't say after that short sample size, which only got worse as it went on, Jalen Hurts looked great. And then it started to incrementally get a little bit worse as people got more film on him. You can't sit there and say, Jalen Hurts is my guy. So you got to find another quarterback to bring in. If you go back, or if we go back to last April's draft and when they drafted Hertz and everyone was up in an uproar, I remember I came on the air and I said, look, the first time when struggles, they're going to be calling for the backup. And this could potentially be a major. Qu- I think. I said the same thing. What, what is it? Sometimes there's there's um, uh, about, you know, the. Uh, um, never perfect or just good intentions, so to speak, right? I think the intention was, well, we, they missed out on the wide receiver, so obviously, and then second round, they they wanted to get, um, I, I guess you can say, to groom a kid just in case Carson was uh, hurt or gets hurt because he's injury prone. But everything's kind of blown up in their face when you really think about it. Oh, uh, really? You know what's ironic about in the second 53 overall, the Eagles kind of told us behind the scenes, the decision was between Hertz, J.K. Dobbins, and Jeremy Chin. Those were the three players they were weighing. And when you look in hindsight, sure. you say, wow, J.K. Dobbins could have helped this team. Yep. Wow, Jeremy, they really needed a safety. And they decided to take a luxury pick. Bottom line, they decided to take a luxury pick instead of helping the quarterback. Now, these are some of the excuses People are talking about saying about Carson Wentz like he's not been criticized. Well, they haven't listened to our show. No, listen, no, for, <laughs> listen. I'm so I'm over this. You know, the, the, you want to bring up the white, black, the white. I mean, stop. Carson Wentz has played poorly this year. Everyone, you don't even need to be a football fan, and you watch. You can be Joe down the street. No disrespect to Joe. Maybe washing some cars or sweeping the street and working very hard and realizing I'm going to watch his team on a Sunday. This quarterback stinks. You yeah. don't. You don't need to be a national guy. Everyone's pounded on this guy, but. I'm curious, when you talk about evaluating him, I would love to be a fly on the wall right now, the Novacare Complex, because you have to wonder what that conversation has to be like because they're, they're weighing, well, the, they're weighing uh, the pros here, here, and cons. Yeah, and, you know, I can tell you right now that the Eagles are saying, and, and this is a lot of ifs, by the way, because Lane Johnson has had a lot of injuries uh, Brandon Brooks has had a lot of injuries. Uh, Jason Kelsey might even retire. He might walk away. But if, if Lane Johnson, Brandon Brooks, Jason Kelsey, Isaac Samalo, and Andre Dillard play 16 games, guess what? Carson Wentz isn't getting benched. Uh, the Eagles are probably in the playoffs. Uh, but you can say that about a lot of teams. That's not my point. But when you're talking about the evaluation, 
You have to take in consideration the injuries. You have to take into injuries. You have to take into account uh, Carson's psyche of playing behind that offensive line. Now, the disappointing part, which I've said consistently, he did not handle that adversity well at all. Well, that's the problem. See, that's I think that's the biggest gripe, the biggest argument that fans and even myself are like. I, I get it. You, you played poorly. You got an ego. There's a little bit of sour grapes. You want to get out of that funk, and you want to start, and you don't want to be benched. I, I Hey, that's, that's the ego, right? That's pride talking. Of course. But ultimately, you have to man up. And I've said this several times. I've said it with you. I've said it with other guests and even on my show. Ultimately, you've got to man up and look in the mirror and say, I did not perform well. Now, you want to try to give it to Jalen? I'm going to take it right back. I'm going to, I want to be part of this franchise going forward. Say all the right things. Do all the right things. And he just, he, he just acted like a petulant child who wanted to take his ball and go home. And in this market, the type of money that you're making and the inconsistent play, and then on top of that, having a backup come in when you get injured— and help them win their first Lombardi trophy. Maybe you're behind the eight ball in that regard, but it would do a lot to the fan base. And I think within the organization and say, I accept this. I haven't been playing well. I'm going to do everything I need to do to regain my starting position. And ultimately, if the Eagles make the decision that they're going to run it back with Carson Wentz, I think you'll hear those kind of things. I think at that point, it's hollow. I, I agree. I agree. But I, honestly, when you talk about the benching, and let's be honest, Doug didn't want to bench him. Doug was forced to bench him. Doug benched him. Uh, he Carson benched himself. Doug Doug Peterson uh, gave him a longer rope than he should have had. Uh, we we can all be honest about. But I do think the Eagles understand it is human nature to be upset uh, that you have been benched and. Uh, that you have been benched by the team, and I hate this term, but the Eagles, again, when we talk about emotional intelligence, new normal, gold standard, quarterback factory, you can add in we're married to Carson Wentz. <laughs> no, you're not married to Carson Wentz. Uh, he, he's another player. Yeah, he's a high-profile right. player. Uh, he's, he's employee number 11, as, as, as Malik Jackson might say. <laughs> That's what he is. Right. And at some point, you got to give that tough love. And Howie Roseman used another term when he was talking about Moneyball and Zach Ertz. Sometimes you got to be the bad cop. Well, sometimes you got to be the bad cop. And you got to say, look, dude, you did not handle this well. We have to move forward. Uh, you're employee number 11. This is the way it's going to be. That's where the Eagles are, and that's how they – it's got to be tough love from this point forward. I don't think he gets traded. I don't think he gets traded either. I don't, but I also – the concern would be you go into next season and you're three, four games in and nothing has changed. Now you're sitting here saying, here we go. At least you have the backup quarterback. Well, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> At least you have the backup quarterback. All right. We're going to shift gears finally. We're going to talk about actual football. We're going to talk about Wild Card Weekend. Coming up next, Saturday football, three games. AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. We'll talk about them all. Rich Q, Johnny Mack, extending the play.
January is finally here. And what's that mean for prop swappers? A huge profit on football tickets. Come list yours for sale today. PropSwap has thousands of buyers around the country waiting to pay big money for your bet. And remember, college basketball is right around the corner. Head into your local casino and make your b-ball futures to find this year's Cinderella. So mask up and double down to sell one ticket on PropSwap and hold on to the other for a huge win. DelVal Insurance wants to save you 40% on your car insurance right now, and they will do it today. Here's managing partner Jim Muehlbrunner. A lot of people pay a lot more premium than they need to, and they may not have the coverage to to justify what they're paying. There's no charge for the complimentary insurance review. You will save money and you will connect with a company that is an advocate, not a broker. Go to DVIGI.com or simply call Jim at 215-354-0122. That's 215-354-0122. I've met clients that think that I, as an independent agent, charge a fee versus going direct to Geico or going direct to Progressive. We do not charge a fee. Let DelVal Insurance save you up to 40% on your car insurance. Get your complimentary review. Call Jim Muehlbrenner directly at 215-354-0122. 215-354-0122. Your savings are a phone call away. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Heard it work? Go right now to InjuredWorkers.com. When you're injured on the job, your family is injured as well. Turn to a firm of legal attorneys that can help that care, and that you can count on. Go to InjuredWorkers.com from Malamut and Associates. Nobody plans to get injured. When it happens, you need InjuredWorkers.com. Get the help you need from InjuredWorkers.com. Go to InjuredWorkers.com right now. Malamut and Associates is South Jersey's endorsed and preferred personal injury and workers' compensation firm, specializing in finding success during your greatest time of need. Managing partner Adam Malamut's history in South Jersey is heralded with recognition and awards, yet his approach to law is rather simple, to serve each and every client until justice has been served. Get connected with Adam at MalamutLaw.com and let the power of Malamut and Associates represent you when it matters most. Malamut and Associates, South Jersey. Jersey's best. What would you do with an extra $284,783 in retirement? Sure, it sounds too good to be true, but that's how much you can save in taxes during your retirement with your IRA and 401k, thanks to the defensive tax planning strategies from Thrive Financial Services. Of course, everyone's situation is different, but if you have an IRA or 401k, learn how much money you can save with a free IRA and 401k analysis. This free analysis can be done over the phone or video conference. Call to schedule your free analysis now at 215 215- 987-2450. Remember, it's not how much you make, it's how much you keep. Call David and Karen Bazaar and Brett Elam of Thrive Financial Services to get your free IRA and 401k analysis. Call 215-987-2450. That's 215-987-2450 for Thrive Financial Services. 
Live from the Prop Swap Studios of AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio, this is Extending the Play with John McMullen. Presented by Prop Swap. Prop Swap that ticket and cash in while the odds have improved. Once again, your host, John McMullen. All right, South Jersey back on Extending the Play. Johnny Mack with Rich Q here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Wild Card Weekend Edition here. We're finally going to get to those games. You know, three games on Saturday, yep. Sunday. I mentioned uh, national championship game, if you want to extend it out on Monday. I mean, this might be the best stretch for actual football fans. Just all day Saturday, all day Sunday, you're going to have NFL football. And today, I think it starts with one of the two best games of the weekend. I think the two best games are the early games on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Agreed. And Indianapolis yep. at Buffalo. Yep. Boy, I got to tell you, you know, I've talked about the Bills a lot this season. I didn't see it coming. I, I thought, you know, they were getting better. Obviously, we knew New England was going to come back to the to the pack in the AFC East. But they've exploded. You can say outside of Kansas City, this is the most impressive offensive football team. Stephon Diggs has worked out great. Uh, but Josh Allen, I, I mean, if I'm voting for MVP, I'm voting for Aaron Rodgers. But number two? I'm picking Josh Allen. Yeah, I mean, the Bills are laying six and a half in this one. And you're right, Allen, over 4,500 yards, 37 touchdowns. You know, you look at Diggs this year, close to 130 balls caught, 1,600 yards. Great route runner. I know you've documented his route running ability over the years. But this, to me, is a game. And you're right, I didn't see a 13-3 and Buffalo team. I think it's because we were still... We were still kind of sucked into the Patriot way, and you figure, ah, right, you know what? They'll, I, I was sucked. They'll still win their ten yeah. games, right? They'll still win their ten games, and maybe next year with Buffalo. But I think in this game, the one thing about Indianapolis, they can do a couple things. Their quarterback, they're much maligned over the past several years. Quarterback Philip Rivers has not turned the ball over. That offensive line is protecting them, and they can run the ball. Jonathan Taylor is a beast, and they play good run defense. To me, I think that's the key, really. If they can slow down that Bills offense. And ultimately, the ball is going to be in Phillip Rivers' hands. So one of the X factors I talked a little bit about this during the week, Johnny Mack, was as to, as, as Phillip Rivers goes, the Colts go. And what I mean is if you get in a game where you need him to start throwing the ball, you need to start yeah, playing yeah, from behind, it's, it's going to yeah. get ugly. But if they can establish to run early and open things up, I like the Colts in this spot. Now, I don't know if they're going to win the game outright. I have them representing the AFC going to Super Bowl from back in August, so I would love to see them continue that. But I definitely think they cover. I just don't know. Buffalo 13-3, and three, feeling pretty giddy about getting back to the playoffs. And, and, and by the way, still a young team that has to go through That's this a great and, point. And, and, and learn about it. And you're talking about an Indianapolis team with not yep. only Phillip Rivers, a veteran quarterback, but Frank Reich. Now, forget about here, but even going back to his playing days in Buffalo, ironically, he knows how to win in, in these types of situations. Interesting part about Buffalo, you mentioned Indianapolis is great against the run. You can throw against them, though. You can. And Buffalo doesn't even try to run. They can't run the football. And their they quarterback's don't. athletic, and they're, you can scramble. And that's their yeah. running game, pretty much, is Josh Allen. So it, it is depends. You know, we've seen Lamar Jackson, which we'll talk about. I think there's that's the most pressure on any player in this Agreed. postseason because of what has happened. You know, sometimes those young quarterbacks – they got to learn. And and we know, we talked off the air, Rich, there's got to be upsets. There's always upsets. Of course. And if you look about the, the final two games on Saturday, 
if John Wallerford has to play for Los Angeles, you're not getting an upset there. No. Nah, well, here's the thing. If you're betting, right, Seattle's laying to three. If you got them at three get and a half with the hook, you have to take it. Well, here's another thing. Even with a banged-up golf – I trust Russell Wilson more. Yeah, of course. Now, the Rams' defense has played particularly well, and we saw going back to the game that they did when that's where Russell Wilson looked like he was um, human with a couple of interceptions. But you're right. I mean, without the Rams being at full strength, if they were at full strength, I would say you can throw against Seattle on that bad secondary. I actually do like the under in this game at 42. But to me, Seattle at home, Russell Wilson is Boy, that X factor. If you can get that number, uh, Seattle – Three, three and a half. Boy, take it. I mean, Goff is not healthy. He's not ready to play. Wallerford took all the first team reps. I, I think even if they try to get Goff out there, I don't think it's going to last very long. And I, I, I think that's easy money if you can get that. And, you know, similar type of theme in the night game uh, with the Washington football team. Everybody saw them here. Uh, trying to close and, and win and get in against the Eagles, and they did, but it was ugly. And part of the reason it was so ugly, everybody's focused on the Eagles tanking. The Eagles, as I said, didn't think they'd be in that game by halftime. Part of the reason it was so ugly is Alex Smith wasn't ready to play. No. We talked about these calf injuries. It was clear there's different degrees. I mentioned it on the show last week, but when he was out as long as he was, then you kind of know, well, that's a four-week injury minimum. That's typically what it is. And he seems like he's not ready to go. Washington is talking about you're going to see a lot of Taylor Haneke. And I think that would be the greatest story in the world. I just gave you Taylor's background. I'm rooting for him to go beat Tom Brady in the playoffs. But it's not going to happen, Rich. No, the only way Washington actually makes this game competitive, even if you – listen, if you can get it – at nine, grab it. It's at eight and a half right now. The only way they make this game competitive is if that defense. We all know. You know, I love when people say Tom Brady doesn't like to be hit. What quarterback in the NFL <laughs> no, 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 wants to yeah. be hit? But we've seen. Water is wet. Yeah, well, <laughs> thank you. We've seen when you collapse the pocket on him, and we've seen it a couple times this year. He will make mistakes. That first time against the Giants, we saw it this season where they were able to crash that well, pocket. Well, that's how the Giants beat him in the Super Of course, Bowl. with that pass rush. And it's not about getting in the edges. It's coming up yeah. front. Washington can do that. That's the only way you can. Now, Evans is going to be out. Maybe try to slow down that offense a little bit. But if this went up to 9, 9.5 by, say, 7.38, I would jump on Washington with the points. But you're right. I mean, Tampa Bay is just – they're on that mission this year with Brady, right? Yeah, they are. And and it's going to be a very difficult path for them to get oh, to no the doubt. Super Bowl if you look about things and you can project things. But I do think they got a little bit of a break for having to go on the road. Obviously, let's be honest. There's no NFC East team that deserves to be in the playoffs. Bottom line. But by the way, Johnny Mac, the, the total number for touchdown passes thrown by Brady going into the season, 24. He's thrown for 40 this year. Yeah, he, he's unbelievable. Uh, it, you know, I think he's the greatest quarterback of all time. Now, I, I think you always got to bring in context. I think in the, in the 70s, you bring up Bradshaw, Staubach, all those great Hall of Fame quarterbacks, Bob Greasy, even a Franz Harkington yep. who went to Super yep. Bowls but didn't win. This is a different game for sure. those guys. Kenny Stabler would be in that category as well. Uh, the old Raiders quarterback. You could not play. 
at 43 no. in, in that era of football. No. no. I mean, Fran played till about 40. Blanda. Uh, Blanda. But he was a kicker. Yeah. I mean, but my point is it, you, you don't get hit. They protect the quarterback at all costs. There's a reason Drew Brees can play at a high level. And that's, yeah, you know, when you look at Aaron Rodgers at 37, 38, you Unreal. can say, well, this guy's got – Five more years playing at this level? I'm surprised you didn't see this the other day on Twitter. Somebody tweeted out, right now, Rodgers might be the MVP, but Brady's the best quarterback in the NFL. And I was like, ooh. I was like, did Johnny Mack see that? And by the way, if you're throwing 20 touchdowns, you're tossing 20, 25 touchdowns in the 70s. That's the equivalent of 40 today. Oh, yeah. Plus, plus the touchdown interception oh. ratio. You know, people, I bring up Stabler. Look at look up his touchdown interception ratio, and people go, "He's not a Hall of Famer." Yes, he is a Hall of Famer. You didn't you didn't watch that era of football? Uh, those guys on defense got to beat the you know what out of everybody, from the quarterbacks plus. to the receivers, you name it, and, and they are up against it now. Talk to any NFL player, one, two, uh, it, it, you one, know. Two. When you get a high-level offense, and I use Rodgers as the best example of that, it's almost become the Arena Football League when they used to play Arena Football. And you'd get one stop, and it would shift the game dramatically yeah. to the other team. The NFL is almost becoming that, at least against great offense. Almost like Big 12 college football. Probably uh, the better example of it, but... Uh, getting back to Tampa Bay, Washington, I mean, they're just up against it. I suppose you can talk yourself into Chase Young having a generational game. You Montez think this is going to be a blowout? I think it's going to be a blowout. Yeah. By the way, Stabler, almost 50 games over 500, 194 touchdown passes, 222 picks. But he had a, <laughs> he had a stretch, right? 74, yeah. 26 and 12, 16 and 24 the next year, and then 27 and 17. Different game. But man. listen, Different here's game. the bottom line with Stabler, right? Come playoff time, he was a clutch quarterback. Oh, beyond clutch. Yeah. And it took him too long to get in the sure. Hall of Fame. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but and there's so many. You can look up Bradshaw's numbers. You know, people will argue today. Lynn Swan's not a Hall of Fame receiver. Yes, he is. Oh, well, playoffs yes, again. Swan is. and Stallworth. What yes. they did during the regular season. They yes. were dominant, and then come playoff time. And, and people need that context and need to put the games. All the games have changed. Baseball with analytics. Basketball with the three-point shot. It's not the same product. If you're great in your generation, you're great. Simple as that. Well, we got off onto a tangent. Before we go, let's let's go back to Sunday football, Rich. Uh, Sunday football, the early game again to me oh. is is the marquee game. Maybe the marquee game of the weekend. And it's and you get it early window wild card weekend. Now, I'll, full disclosure, I had the Titans last year against the Ravens. Took them on a money line. I rode the Titans. How many times have I been telling you this? Right, give me a quarterback. That doesn't turn the ball over. Give me a team that plays defense in January, and they can run the football. You cannot tackle Derrick Henry. I think this game will – this could be a referendum on Lamar Jackson's career after what happened uh, last year. Could you imagine a – But I li- I'm telling you right now, I like Tennessee in this spot. Yeah, I, I mean, this to me is the one game where I just say I, I don't know who's going to win this game. I, I do lean towards Tennessee myself for those – reasons those intangible reasons like I think there's so much pressure on Lamar Jackson coming into this game because how he's played in the postseason uh it, it, it's just one of those things where you have to get that monkey off your back and it's a lot more difficult to do than it might seem 
Uh, but, I, you know, I think we're going to know early because both of these teams kind of play the same way. And they want to run the football. Baltimore, a different version of the running game. Sure. They don't have the big hammer in the backfield. But they both want to run the football. They both want to play with the lead. And they both want to play in a certain way. If they're, if somebody gets down two scores. Game's over. You, you would think, you know. I talked about Tennessee last year because they made the big run. And 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 that's my only issue with that type of football is the margin of error, we just talked about modern football, is so small when you're playing that great offensive team. And you saw it in, in Kansas City uh, with Patrick Mahomes. Not only that, you saw it with San Francisco in the Super Bowl as well. You get down by two scores against a team like that, you're in deep trouble. But both of these teams play the same way. Well, Yes, but where I'll slightly disagree with you is that they're not playing Kansas City. They're playing Baltimore, no, right? Yeah. But as as perhaps they progress in the play, I just think Derrick Henry, you get him running downfield, he's a flat-out load. And we're not even talking about A.J. Brown, too. I mean, look at the numbers Tannehill was able to put up this year because they can run the football, because they can open it up. And I do think if this is a, I don't know, 17-14, 21-17, Titans lead midway through the fourth. You're going to see what Lamar Jackson's made of, right? You're going to see and if I he's going to tighten I think up that's a little bit. What it, that's yeah. great, yeah. Uh, and, and, I, and I'd like to see him succeed in this type of situation. But this is the one game all weekend where I say I, I, I could see either narrative developing. I really could. I could see uh, Lamar finally saying, you know what? bleep this and just going out and having an MVP level performance like Serrano in major league. Yeah. Or I could see him, you know, you know what in the bed and, yeah. and, and, and oh, all man, of a sudden Tennessee be... is moving on. And that would be very difficult for him. Cause you know how people are. I mean, they look at the quarterback and they say, can't get over the hump. Yeah. The, the other 47 guys don't exist. And uh, that's just the way it is. And that's why that, position is so difficult to play but everybody deals with it Carson Wentz included for some people gets criticized yeah and he should yeah everybody should uh and we're going to finish up here on uh extending the play am 1490 sports betting radio two more games on Sunday to talk about we'll close up the show on the first supersized wild card weekend ever more extending play Rich Q Johnny Mac. January is finally here. And what's that mean for prop swappers? A huge profit on football tickets. Come list yours for sale today. PropSwap has thousands of buyers around the country waiting to pay big money for your bet. And remember, college basketball is right around the corner. Head into your local casino and make your b-ball futures to find this year's Cinderella. So mask up and double down to sell one ticket on PropSwap and hold on to the other for a huge win. Malamut and Associates is South Jersey's endorsed and preferred personal injury and workers' compensation firm, specializing in finding success during your greatest time of need. Managing partner Adam Malamut's history in South Jersey is heralded with recognition and awards, yet his approach to law is rather simple, to serve each and every client until justice has been served. Get connected with Adam at MalamutLaw.com and let the power of Malamut and Associates represent you when it matters most. Malamut and Associates, South Jersey. Jersey's best. Heard it work? Go right now to InjuredWorkers.com. 
When you're injured on the job, your family is injured as well. Turn to a firm of legal attorneys that can help, that care, and that you can count on. Go to InjuredWorkers.com from Malamut and Associates. Nobody plans to get injured. When it happens, you need InjuredWorkers.com. Get the help you need from InjuredWorkers.com. Go to InjuredWorkers.com right now. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Dr. Charles McCabe is on a mission to eliminate back pain while helping each individual achieve optimum wellness right here in the Delaware Valley. I was in such pain that I couldn't even walk. I would go to sleep and I would literally pull my hair from the pain. Since the day we came in here, I felt like I was in a place where they really care for people. It's not just a number. Do you have a bulging disc or herniated disc causing you back pain? Have you been told you need surgery? It doesn't have to be that way. Many of Dr. McCabe's patients with these same disc problems have found relief with his treatment. Do this. Go to CherryHillDiscCenter.com and find out your options. Stop suffering from back pain now. CherryHillDiscCenter.com. When I came here, we started, my pain level was 10, of course. As weeks went by, my pain level dropped. As of today, my pain level is zero. If they take care of you, they make sure this is good for you. Stop suffering from back pain due to disc problems. Go to CherryHillDiscCenter.com. CherryHillDiscCenter.com. Live from the Prop Swap Studios of AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio, this is Extending the Play with John McMullen. Presented by Prop Swap. Prop Swap that ticket and cash in while the odds have improved. Once again, your host, John McMullen. Welcome back to the program. <laughs> Talking about a little dateline. I, I I didn't say that correctly. Uh, always well, buy with Well, let me set cash. it up. Always well, buy Hold with on. Cash. I got to set it up real yeah. quick. I just Johnny Mac out of the blue. I just said, you know, I'm a huge dateline fan. And after 20 years of watching that show, I always real, realized two things. It's always the husband and it's always about money. Yeah. And I said, I, I tell my wife all the time to always use cash <laughs> at Home Depot or Lowe's. Because if you buy with a credit card, the police are going to be able to trace uh, that purchase, whether it be a shovel or a tarp. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, so that's your little advice. Early, probably a little bit too much. Seven o'clock, we might have had one team buried, the Chicago Bears. Yeah, I did. You know, you and I disagree a little bit on this one. Yeah. I, I think this is the one no-brainer of the weekend. I don't think the Bears are a playoff-level team. I, I do think New Orleans is a little bit overrated, especially uh, since Tom Brady has not looked completely healthy. And they had that big Christmas Day win. Everybody saw that. They saw the six touchdowns. But that Minnesota team, nobody was there on defense. Hunter, Pierce, Kendricks, Barr, everybody was out. So they were playing, you know, practice squad guys. Uh, and I think people overreacted to that. And there's a little bit of a recency bias. Chicago Joe, has a good Kevin, defense, Joe, but boy, Kevin, they're just not going to be able to score with this team. Just can't you can't do it with Mitchell Trubisky. I, listen, you've got to get a defensive touchdown. You've got to get maybe 
Patterson breaks one, maybe now something possible. Maybe something special <clears throat> teams. You know, maybe you get Montgomery out of the flat. You get some mismatches. I know you're not a Mitchell T guy. I get it. I, I think I'm. The, the reason I'm leaning – see, Chicago could have sold me more if they would have flat-out beat Green Bay last week to get in legitimately. And that's another part. Right. That is laying it egg Yeah, but Johnny spot. Mack, I, I look at the Saints over the – has there been another franchise in the NFL over the last several years to have just god-awful losses in the playoffs than New Orleans? No, and that probably comes down the road in the playoffs. I just <laughs> get don't, in the yeah, championship. I, I just don't think this team has enough talent offensively to deal with. Dave Montgomery's been great down the stretch for the Bears. He's really been the key. I don't know. You get a couple picks early by by Breeze, and all of a sudden it's a 17-14-10-7 going in the locker room. Chicago, Boy. you're hanging around, Well, I, I hear you. Look, this is the NFL. It's not Alabama versus Fordham or, or you know, whoever. Uh, but, uh, it, 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 you know, anybody can beat anybody. But I, I think it's more likely, I will just say this, that the Saints score 37 than 17. And if that's the case... There's no way that Chicago's scoring 40. I'll right. tell you that. Got about two before we get out of here. Last game, Cleveland Steelers, then we'll get your thoughts on our national championship. Boy, so difficult for the Cleveland Browns. They've waited so long to get here. Now they're coached that got him there. Kevin Stefanski can't even coach the game. Mike Prefer, the special teams coach, is going to be the head coach of the game. Then they have all the COVID issues with the players. They haven't practiced basically no. at all in about 10 days. I thought this was right for an upset if Cleveland came Agreed. in 100% because Pittsburgh had been playing so poorly down the stretch. You pick them off at the right time. Yeah. Now I think it's the opposite. I, I don't think there's any way uh, Pittsburgh can lose to a team that's limping in. We saw we saw when a head coach didn't coach before blowout. That's not easy to do, now, especially the play caller. I like I like Pittsburgh as well. They're laying six. I mean, if someone wanted to tease it with another game, have at it. And then to cap it off, you got the national championship game, uh, Ohio State and Alabama. And I, I, I think I, this I, game's I, over at the half, Johnny Mack. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't like college football. I don't like it because I'm going to give you my prediction for next year. I gave it on Ryan's show, Alabama or Clemson. <laughs> Alabama like gonna, Duke back in the day, Duke yeah, going to the uh, final it's four. It's no fun. I, we're, I'm sitting here rooting, desperately rooting for Ohio State to make this a game. Ohio State to me is like a a, a, a huge upset. I, college football is about recruiting. Nobody does it better than Alabama. It game's going to be over by halftime. I agree with you, and this has been a, such a, a a great program. I know everyone's upset. Uh, about the Eagles not being in the playoffs. But enjoy the day, man. Three games on Saturday, three games on Sunday. Enjoy the weekend as a whole. This is great for pure football fans. Then you got the College Football National Championship. And we'll be talking about it all week here on AM 1490. Rich, with back your play Tuesday and Wednesday. I'm on with Ryan every single night for your football fix at 1030. And we'll be back talking about the games this weekend next weekend and looking at the playoffs moving forward on extending the play am 1490 sports betting radio today's program was sponsored by the malamet law office and remax real estate as well as bet rivers party poker and dunkin donuts this has been a jacob media partners production